Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. This morning I would like to begin our podcast with a brief devotion based on Psalm 25, verses 6 and 7, which read as follows. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me, for your goodness sake, O Lord. The Hebrew word for remember is the word zakar, and the mnemonic device we used in seminary as we were learning Hebrew for zakar was to think of scar from the Lion King. And in, of course, in the Lion King, you remember Mufasa told uh, his son Simba to remember who you are. So zakar, scar, remember. That's how we remembered what the word zakar meant, uh, remember. In this psalm, Psalm 25, the psalmist King David is asking God to remember some things and to not remember other things. First he says, remember, Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses. Another way to translate it would be your steadfast love, your immovable love that abides forever. So we're saying, God, remember that you're merciful. Remember that you love us. Remember these things because these things are from of old. They have always been. God has always been merciful and kind to us. But then he says, do not remember, do not zakar the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. If you're like me, there's all kinds of things you can think back to in life that you regret. Maybe things you've done, some things maybe maybe, uh, can be humorous, things you've done in the past, or maybe things that really do keep you up at night because of the guilt and the sinfulness of your flesh in which you truly feel bad about uh, sins that are still bothering you to this day. And so here David says, do not remember, Lord, the sins of my youth. And that's a strange request for God, isn't it? That God would not remember something because God is omniscient. God is all-knowing. He knows everything that has ever happened. He knows everything that will happen. So how can King David ask God to not remember the sins of my youth, to not remember my transgressions. Well, he surrounds this idea of not remembering with remembering his mercy, his kindness, and also remembering me. According to your mercy, remember me. So we want God to think of us. We want God to remember us, not in terms of the wrong that we've done, but in the terms of his mercy. We want God to look at us through the lens of his love. And that's what we see when we remember the work of Jesus Christ. For his goodness sake, because of what Jesus has done in his goodness, now God sees us as his people, as chosen saints of his household. Uh, that's the real blessing of how God sees us. It's not because through our sin, but God sees us according to his mercy. Uh, as we look at ourselves and our own sinful nature and the, the past evils that we have done, the transgressions of our lives, we can't help but realize that we are sinners, sinners deserving of eternal punishment and death. And yet when God looks at us through the lens of his son, Jesus Christ, when he sees us through what Jesus did for us on the cross, that completely changes everything, doesn't it? Because now God sees us as his own dear children who have lived perfectly. Christ's righteousness becomes ours, and the sinfulness of our lives was hung on the cross with Jesus. And so now God remembers us according to his mercy for his goodness sake. 
And God does not remember the sins of our youth. Those things are put out of his mind. The Holy Spirit tells us through the Psalms again that as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our guilt from us, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so far as he removed your transgression from you. Our sins are removed forever. And because of this, God does not account to us our sins any longer, but he remembers us according to his mercies, according to his loving kindness. So always remember zakar. Zakar means remember. And God does not remember our sins because of Jesus, but rather he remembers us according to his tender mercy. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your great love through which you redeemed us by your blood on the cross. Bless us this day, we pray. Amen. A couple announcements I want to highlight for you. Our online Bible class continues this evening as our study of Mark. Hope you can join us for that. That email will be coming out later today. Uh, as far as weekend Bible class, this weekend we're wrapping up our study of the CLC Board of Doctrine and Joint Committee Representatives Report on the Termination of Church Fellowship. Uh, next week, we're hoping to begin uh, a study on the tradition of confirmation. Where did it come from? Why do we do it? Why is it important? Um, and I uh, hope you can join us for that. So we'll be looking at confirmation, which again will be coming up at the end of April for our 8th grade students this year. Uh, this coming weekend, February 26th, uh, Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., uh, we'll be having our facility cleanup day. Many hands make light work. Hope you can join us to help keep our church uh, and school fresh and working as it's supposed to. Uh, next week, week from today, March 2nd, uh, is Ash Wednesday. That's the beginning of our Lenten season. I want to remind you again, we'll be having 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. services. The school kids will be coming over from the school to join us for the 2 o'clock service, um, but you are well, everyone is welcome to join us for that as well. And we'll also have the same service at 6 p.m. Uh, again, we are collecting portraits of Jesus to beautify our sanctuary during the Lenten season. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to share with us, uh, Mr. Lane Fisher is the contact person uh, to share portraits of Jesus in the sanctuary uh, for the Lenten season 2022. Uh, a couple other things going on. The Cal tournament takes place March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. There's still a great need for volunteers for that. If you're able to help, able to help with that, please get in touch with uh, Amanda Harris or Julie Bush. Uh, the Red Cross Blood Drive is taking place March 11th. That'd be Friday, March 11th, 2022. We're still in, quite, in need of quite a few volunteers to give blood for that. A very important way you can help uh, give back to those in need of blood. Uh, Pew Restoration is taking place in the church. That'll be uh, two weeks from March 15th to March 29th. So you can watch for that to be taking place uh, uh, over a course of a couple weeks there. And also we'll be hosting Arts Camp again this year from March 25th to the 27th. We need more volunteers for that. And if you check out our, our bulletin on our website, you can see more information about how you can volunteer for that. Uh, our prayer list this week is still praying for young Arthur Heyer, uh, who's undergoing chemotherapy uh, for cancer in Rochester. Uh, we keep him in our prayers and pray that the Lord would bless him and the doctors and the nurses as they work for his good. Uh, now this brings us to our Meet the Faculty portion of the program. This last week I was able to sit down with Mr. Ben Hannell uh, and interview him. This is what that sounded like. I am joined today by Mr. Ben Hannell. Mr. Ben Hannell is one of our high school teachers here at Emanuel Lutheran School. Uh, ben, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. Well, looking forward to this interview and uh, seeing a little bit more into your personal life. You know, we've been talking through these Meet the Faculty interviews. Uh, a lot of people get to know Pastor Radical and myself just from listening to our sermons every week. But, of course, you and the other faculty here at Emanuel are called servants here. And uh, the, the 
membership at Emanuel is very invested in you and your family and the things that you do and the work that you do at Emanuel, especially for the, the children at Emanuel Lutheran School. So I think it's a neat opportunity to kind of get to know you a little bit and looking forward to, to doing that. So Ben, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up here in Mankato. Okay, so Mankato, born and raised. Yes, yes. Okay. Did you attend Emanuel as a, as a child? I did. I started here in seventh grade and then went through high school. Uh, before that, I went to uh, um, Christ Our Redeemer out near Rapidan. Okay, gotcha. Uh, ben, are you married, kids? What's the family situation like for you? Yes, I'm uh, married to my wife, Mandy, of 16 years now. Oh, congratulations. And we have three kids, Jagger, he's a junior in high school, uh, Scully is a sixth grader, and Penny is a fifth grader. All right. Uh, so, Ben, you mentioned uh, coming here in the seventh grade. When you were in seventh grade or maybe earlier, did you think you were going to be a teacher when you grew up, or was this something you always thought of, or did you have something else in mind? Well, uh, definitely not a teacher. I've always had an interest in history, um, but a teacher, no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think it was, huh? No. Interesting how the Lord kind of leads you in directions in your life. So was there something specific that happened to you or that uh, led you to being a teacher? Was there some event in your life or series of events that took place that kind of led you in this direction, do you think? Or? Well, it was, it was kind of like uh, everything just falling into place and it seemed obvious that's what I should do. I worked a lot of different jobs. None of them had anything to do with academics, really. And then uh, I had this GI Bill that I got from the military. It mm. was not being used. I figured, okay, well, I paid for it, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Used it, and I said, okay, I'll go to school for something I want. I went into history, thinking maybe I could work possibly at a museum or do research, something like that. And then as soon as I finished, I was approached here at the school. Um, people were asking me about my degree, and they said, well, come to a few meetings, and next thing you know, I was called. And hmm. after considering that call, I was like, well... The Lord's led me to do a lot of different things in my life. This seems like this is the place where I can make the most impact. And so that's that's where I am today. Awesome. Oh, it's cool how cool how you know, looking back now you can see how the Lord moved all those things in your life to bring you to where you are today. Even though in the moment it's always like, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So where'd you go to school? Well, I attended some classes in uh, the military at uh, Wayland Baptist University online and then I took online school from Grand Canyon U University in Arizona and then I attended for my core classes here at MSU and South Central. Okay, okay. So your degree is from it's, MSU? It's actually from Grand Canyon University okay. in Arizona. Okay, gotcha. Uh, you mentioned the GI Bill, so that means you are in the military for some time? Yeah, I was uh, enlisted for six years and reserved for two. Okay, so where were you deployed? Uh, I was stationed in Alaska and Arizona, and then I took some tour duties to various places in the United States, but uh, Japan was probably the most oh. memorable, I suppose. Yeah, okay. So you spent a few years in Alaska? <clears throat> yes, yeah. Uh, that's where I met my wife, actually, so three years in Alaska. Okay, wow. I uh, grew up in Ketchikan, so we had a little connection there really far apart from where you were, I think. But. I was in Anchorage, so yeah, but yeah. I mean, Alaska is a pretty big place, so everything's far apart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you mentioned a, a little bit about other work that you've had or other opportunities you've had. What other, anything else you want to highlight for us, other jobs or workplaces that you've had? Well, in the um, military, I was in 
mechanics and electronics, which is starkly different from <laughs> teaching history. And then as I got out of the military, I worked various jobs, uh, HVAC, mm-hmm. heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Um, and then I worked at Cato Engineering as a uh, electronics tester. So uh, that was a great job. Uh, when I started going to school, I was planning on continuing to work there even after I was done, but oh. then I got the call, and yeah. the rest is history. Okay. So you were at Cato Engineering up until you took the call here. Yeah. I see. Uh, let's talk about the school at Emmanuel here a little bit. Um, ben, why do you believe that a Christian education is so important, especially contrasting with a lot of the, what we see in the public schools, public education these days? Well, yeah, and that's, that's kind of the... The crux for me, I guess, is uh, you look around at the world today and it's becoming more important than ever. Uh, all these current events that we're seeing happening in the world, it's becoming more apparent that our children need a solid understanding of Scripture with which to help guide their decisions in life as they grow up. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, Jesus has that parable about building your building a house on sand or building the house on the rock. and. As you say, that Christian education is, you know, that's the rock, you know, and, and if we can help our children to build there, all the better. And I see that in your life that, you know, the Lord led you to, to uh, be a part of this Christian education program here at Emmanuel because you know how important it was for you personally, and now you're handing that on to the next generation too. So uh, how about uh, telling us a story here uh, uh, from the classroom that shows our listeners what Emmanuel Lutheran School is all about? Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of stories, uh, and there's a lot of things that Emmanuel is about, but the one thing, I guess, that comes to mind is something recent. In um, my cultural geography class, which is junior-senior level, we have been studying Russia, and uh, with that, we took a day to study um, capitalism and communism, socialism, various government and economic systems through a Christian perspective. And so we went through various Bible verses discussing, well, what does the Bible say about these particular things? And that's when the conversation really comes alive. We can sit there and repeat all these details and give definitions, but when the kids can come in there and take something, a current issue, a current discussion, and apply it to Scripture practically Mm. and see how it works out, that's when the really good conversations start to happen. That's what I think is so cool about our K-12 school because, you know, a lot of times when you're in grade school, you know, you're in kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, you're just memorizing passages, and you're not necessarily applying those passages to your life, but it is important that you memorize them because then later on in life, as you say, with a junior-senior level, there's these passages that are in your head that you have memorized that maybe you haven't thought all the way through or you don't completely understand what they're saying, and now you're applying them to life, and that's exi- that's what wi- that's wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. wisdom is taking this knowledge and now applying it in these specific situations. So yeah, thanks thanks for sharing that. It's a neat, neat, neat story. Um, so Ben, you are intimately uh, involved in the working of the church and school here at Emmanuel. You're, you know, as a teacher, you're here every day, you see what's going on. What are some things that we could work on to improve our uh, church and our school and our functionality together? Uh, well, I guess uh, off the top of my head for the school, um, some of the bigger long-term goals are things like, well, more space, either mm-hmm. additions to the building or new building or something like that. Um, I would really love to see a preschool 
Um, I think the younger we start, the better. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to see for the short-term goals for the school is um, more involvement with the high school level as far as like a youth group some, mm. uh, scenario, maybe keeping them around even after graduation a little bit more somehow. Um, so exploring options on ways to uh, foster that. And then also um, trying to get a little more help in um, addressing students who have, we'll say, I guess, non-traditional academic needs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the things I'd like to see for the school. For the church, uh, I guess my biggest thing would be local outreach, um, outreach in the community, getting our name out there to the people in Mankato. I just don't feel like people really know we're here sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, those are good goals. I think so, definitely stuff we can we can all work on. Uh, how about some uh, shorter questions here? What's your favorite thing about being a teacher, Ben? What do you, what do you like the best? Uh, it kind of relates back to the story I told you. I do. I like it when they can when the students can take something that we've talked about it and practically apply it to what they understand of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And well, just today we had a. It was. It's a silly and it's an obvious discussion. But uh, in the seventh and eighth grade class, we were discussing a proposed policy in California that would allow. Um, pets to have a bill of rights Mm. right and we won't get into what all that meant or anything but it was a silly discussion but at the same time um, the kids were able to relate it back to things that were said in scripture and even some of them pointed out Romans 1 oh yeah and I was like wow Mm. so Mm. that's that's my favorite part is seeing them take that real world events and apply it practically yeah so taking that step beyond rope memorization and again that wisdom applying to to their lives very cool how about your least favorite thing about being a teacher i would uh, definitely have to be uh time management it seems like you're always being pulled in so many different directions um so time management would definitely be a weakness of mine which would be my least favorite thing to try to work on sometimes yeah something we can all spend time working on i think it's there's a million things to do here so it's trying to find applying your time to the right thing uh is a worthwhile uh it's worth spending some time thinking about that too uh how about outside of school so we talked a lot about the school side of things what are who are you, Ben, outside of the classroom? What are some things you like to do, hobbies that you have, activities you like to do? Oh, uh, well, uh, I like, I'm actually kind of a big movie buff. I mm. really enjoy movies. Um, so me and my wife tend to watch a lot of movies together. Uh, I like experiencing them with my kids as well. Uh, we just got a place out in the country, so we're doing a lot more outdoor stuff. Right now, most of it's work. <laughs> but work can be fun, too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I enjoy... I still enjoy video games, even as a almost forty-year-old person. Uh, but uh, yeah, those are probably the most common things I do. What are a few of your favorite movies? Um, well, Lord of the Rings is obviously number one, and I consider all three of them one movie. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I definitely like historical fiction. Okay. Uh, things like uh, Last of the Mohicans is definitely in the top three. And, okay. Um, I like uh, World War Two movies. Things yep. like that. So a lot of history related okay. stuff. Okay. On pace with everything else we know about you so far. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Any closing thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners, Ben, for the interview today? I guess I just have to say this. Um, 
having been in the military, I've been to various places in the United States, um, even a couple different countries, talked with a lot of different people from different backgrounds, different faiths, and then also having um, a child in the public education system. I have really come to appreciate how important it is to have schools like this. There's, there's a lot of confusion out there, and there's a lot of, um, I wouldn't, I don't say, say hatred toward Christians, but certainly less understanding. And for a child growing up in that kind of environment, it's, it's challenging, it's difficult having a place like this where they can um, study freely and get more understanding before they go out in that big, big world is definitely a huge blessing. And I am really thankful that the school is here. I am very appreciative that I finally realized that and that I've come back to the school to help, um, help the next generation like the school helped me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Ben. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mr. Ben Hanel. Next week, we'll be interviewing our kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Erica Hart. Hope you can join us for that as well. Our hymn of the day today comes to us from the Lutheran hymnal, hymn 515, a reminder and prayer that God would continue to remember us as he remembered King David and continues to remember all of us, not in terms of our sins, but rather according to his loving mercy. O thou from whom all goodness flows, I lift my heart to thee. In all my sorrows, conflicts, woes, dear Lord, remember me. When on my poor and burdened heart my sin lie heavily, thy pardon speak, new peace impart, dear Lord, remember me. When trials sore obstruct my way and ills I cannot flee, O let my strength be as my day, dear Lord, remember me. If worn with pain, disease, or grief this feeble body be, Grant patience, rest, and kind relief, dear Lord, remember me. When in this solemn hour of death I await thy just decree, be this the prayer of my last breath, dear Lord, remember me. And when before thy throne I stand and lift my soul to thee, then with the saints at thy right hand, dear Lord, remember me. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.